Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Seven Resorts in Seven Days series that we have been doing this week. Today, we're going to focus on Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, and I am joined by my good friends, Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And Mr. Tyler Crouch. Hi, everyone. Back on the controls, our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. And uh, now, it has been a long time since I've been at Coronado, Coronado Springs, and I think the last time we covered it as part of the seven, seven and seven, I uh, described this as just like an undiscovered gem that I always kind of wrote this place off as nothing more than, a, you know, a moderate resort with a big convention center and that it's known for its, you know, it always had, you know, it's huge. I think it might be the largest convention center outside of the Orange County Convention Center uh, as far as resorts go, I think it might be the largest convention center uh, in Orlando. It's huge. Um, and so um, and I will tell you that in the course of this experience for me, not only has that impression not changed, it has only grown. And that's in spite of construction. So we uh, did, our, we, we did our, 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 our stay at Coronado uh, late January 2018. A lot of construction going on uh, for uh, the tower that they're building, which looks like it's going to be amazing. We'll get into that a little later. Um, in spite of that, I think this is one time where the kind of sweeping scope of this resort, because it's a big resort with a lot of property, uh, actually works in its favor because the construction is kind of limited to that front area. Um, where yeah. they're building the tower. I mean, there was some other stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, there's always general maintenance around at all the hotels, but uh, essentially, if you were going to be staying in one of the rooms, which uh, that were like right by the convention center, so like when you leave the lobby, go to the left, you have all those. Uh, I know they were doing a lot of construction around there, so that might not be ideal, but once you start getting back to the rooms by the pool or even further behind those, uh, you know, while you might be able to see the construction, it's not going to to be a hindrance. And at the same time, too, uh, it's not like they work from the start of dawn through the end of the night. Like it's basically during normal working hours, nine to five. So uh, it, it really wasn't it wasn't as big of an impact as I thought it was going to be because uh, I've already been over to the resort walking around since construction started and kind of was shaking my head at it but as a guest staying there it wasn't nearly as bad as i not I at all it was going to be not yeah. at all and i stayed there like a year and a half ago uh, and um even with all the construction going on it's even more beautiful than it was then so because of the they've done a lot of painting and and they've changed the colors of the resort yeah. and and they've really picked much nicer colors than it used to be so now for those who don't know uh, coronado springs is themed around the american southwest so Everything there just kind of falls into that. And from that standpoint, especially like, you know, whether you're walking into the lobby or around the grounds, I kept commenting that, you know, this really does evoke that, that feeling for me. Mm -hmm. So they did, they did an amazing job with the theming. And I think that lobby actually is, is beautiful. Yeah. And I, I, I think that what's kind of special about this moderate resort, um, comparable, I mean, you can say Riverside has, you know, the Magnolia and the Alligator Bayou, but I've noticed at Coronado, the different areas are very different. 
you know, they have the ranchos area that's very different from the casitas area, which is very different from the, uh, I forgot all the different Cabana. names. Cabana area, yeah. yeah, and they're all themed very separately, and I kind of like that for two reasons. One, because it adds nice to the theming, and the other reason um, is it just makes it easier to navigate if you don't know where you're going. You know, these are massive hotels that a lot of these rooms look very similar, and so having that small difference, if you've never stayed here before, you can kind of navigate it a little bit easier. Oh, hey, I think we're over there, because that looks like what our room looks like. Now... All that being said, the big complaint about Coronado Springs is that the entire resort exists around a massive lagoon. And so if you are in one of these far-flung areas on the opposite side of the lagoon, it can be a walk to get to the main building where the food court is, the restaurant, check-in, a lot of the resort activities are. Um, So that's something that especially, you know, thinking about being there in July when it's 100 degrees out with 90% humidity and you got to take a good 10-minute walk yeah, to was, go get something to eat. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it was about uh, 10 minutes from uh, the furthest, from the lobby area to about the furthest back building from my experience. And, of course, like some of the other moderate resorts uh, like Riverside and I believe Caribbean Beach had it, um, but the bus loop that does run around too. So that way it's internal. So, uh, you know, it makes it a lot easier to get around if you can't walk that complete distance. Right. So now, uh, as we mentioned, this is a moderate resort. This is considered by Disney to be a moderate resort. I walked away from this experience saying it's, uh, the pricing of a moderate with a lot of the feel and amenities of a deluxe. Um, this has, um, uh, well, f- I, I, one of the things that I, I have to say that kind of really cemented that for me was the spa. There is a spa at Coronado Springs. I tend to forget that. I've known that. But it wasn't until we were walking around that I was like, oh, wow, that's right. They have a spa here. I thought, you know what? Let me see. What is a spa at a moderate resort going to be like? I got to tell you, I was very impressed. Now, it's not big. It's not big. A couple of treatment rooms, but they have a full full menu of services. Um, got a wonderful massage from a really sweet uh, lady. And I was, I was very surprised how comfortable. And, you know, at first I thought it was like right behind the spa. They were doing some work and there was a jackhammer going off. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a charming massage. Didn't hear a thing. Didn't hear a thing. So... They've, uh, you know, so things like that, you don't normally find a spa at a moderate resort. You find those at deluxe resorts and not even all the deluxe resorts have one. And to go along with what you were saying about uh, it being more like a deluxe resort is like, to me, the rooms were like just the most incredible, you know, moderate rooms I've ever seen. That's the next thing. These yeah. are, we, we got a new room. Um, these are the newly redesigned rooms. Um, I was absolutely floored how gorgeous that room was. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not bigger, seemingly, but... They're much more efficient. That's they're much sure. more efficient, and just the way they designed them, it feels bigger. They feel more open, larger. Um, you know, the, the wood floors, the, um, the beds now lifted up off the floor so that there's room to put your luggage underneath uh, underneath the beds that was, you know... Uh, tactic they've uh, borrowed from Disney Cruise Line 
when uh, the uh, dream and the fantasy came online, they, they you know that was that one of the big things because space is limited in these rooms, and you know if you got four people and four pieces of luggage, you you know you're if you're especially well, or if you're me by yourself, you have four pieces of luggage. Um, you have you know, and I'm like tripping over it when I'm in a room. Really nice to be able to put them under the bed and kind of get them out of the way. Clean design, uh, modern, uh, still kept some of that feel. The that, Disney feel. The Disney feel, the Southwest feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it had I didn't the three caballeros in there. That was a really but they good were, touch. But they were subtle. Yeah. yeah they were nice subtle touches. Them, yeah. <laughs> and. Then another nice little touch that they did too was uh, because there was so much construction happening, they left a little card in the hotel room that had uh, pins on it that had like uh, Jose Carioca and Panchito and Donald, and they were all they all had their construction gear on. So I thought that was a really nice um, thing that they added. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's nice. I think they should. Pro- I, well, I, I really can't complain about the price, but I really think. That, that consideration should be shown in the price you pay for the room. Um, in this case, while I'm speaking about that, I was able to get uh, the uh, annual pass holder, spring into 2018 room offer, uh, 152.60 for the night. For that room, wow. was incredible. Yeah, and I was actually the person at this resort that spent the night there, and the bed was actually, I, not, I wouldn't say heavenly, but it was near heavenly. It was so comfortable. It was heavenly adjacent. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it's it's not like you're not staying at a five star resort, but I mean, it's definitely more comfortable than a lot of the beds. Way more comfortable than the beds that I only sat on at Pop Century and immediately got up because of how awful it was. Uh, so I, I was rather impressed with that. And, you know, all upgraded toiletries, all property wide. Uh, if you don't have the dispensers, then you now have all the cruise line uh, toiletries, which I was happy. I always hated the cheaper kind of version of the H2O, and now it's all the really nice ones. So uh, a stay in this room is is very comfortable. It was. I was stunned when I walked in. Uh, it's just uh, and the TV size. TV was huge, yeah, massive. And the number of you know this is the new thing now. Um, as they're updating these rooms across property. So I out at the Grand Californian out in uh, Disneyland when I was out there, the number of USB charging ports in yeah. these rooms, I think there was eight I counted yeah. in that room um, that were readily available, some next to the bed, some on the, uh, the rest over by the, that extended, uh, that extended desk counter area. Um, and, you know, we were talking about the distance from, you know, the food court, a lot of these rooms i thought it was also interesting that there's a full room service menu uh available in this something not available generally speaking at uh all the other resorts so i thought that was a that was a nice touch as well the other the uh, the other thing that's similar to uh the grand californian is the shower head they have two shower heads they have the waterfall from up top yeah. and then they also have you know the one that you can pick up and move around for your body um, and that's a nice touch. I've never seen that at a moderate resort before. So, And I, I love the ceiling fan in the room. Not every hotel room you ever get into is going to have a ceiling fan. But I like. I don't like fake air conditioning. It usually makes my nose all clogged up and stuff. But I love ceiling fans just blowing on me while I sleep. So that's, a, that's always a huge thumbs up There's for me. There's so much I could say. Hey, but you won't. I won't. It's family friendly. <laughs> 
Want to, don't want to go get get an explicit rating. Additionally, with the uh, with the shower, they don't just have like a shower curtain. It's the glass, and I think that's a nice touch because I feel like it makes it seem cleaner to me than having. No, it old, is cleaner. Yeah, it is an old you know shower curtain. So that's a nice touch as well. And um, now I did do online check in for uh, for this resort, but um, I never got the text. That was because you actually, Tyler. I think you went to the front desk. Yeah, we, we never got the text, so we ended up just going to the front desk, and it was a pleasant experience overall. I mean, they told us where the room was pretty easily. It was not, it was quick. We were helped immediately. The only thing was, and this is not going to um, affect every single person because we have different circumstances. I had a room at Riverside, and I had a, and my name was on the room here, so. Uh, there was a little bit of confusion with the magic bands and the and like the reservations and stuff. She was like, "Oh, you're staying at Riverside tonight." I was like, "Oh, but I guess I'm also staying here." <laughs> so, yeah, that's not something that's going to happen with everybody. But no, that's it, that's a weird thing. But it was, you know, a pleasant experience overall. Um, now, you two, uh, Steve and Tyler, had a chance. Or I'm sorry, Tyler and Steve. I have to say it that way because otherwise, it sounds like I'm saying Steve and Tyler. Um, <laughs> But uh, Tyler and Steve uh, actually went to experience uh, the Pepper Market, which is the food court at Coronado Springs, roundly hated by many people. Has a reputation of being among the among the less good food courts <laughs> at Walt Disney World. So tell me what your thoughts on Pepper Market were. Uh, without going to specifics, I overall I enjoyed my meal. I thought it was good. Uh, I think that they have a pretty large selection. They have different uh, bays, kind of. They have a, a Mexican food bay that has tacos and empanadas and uh, stuff like that. And then they have, you know, more of your kind of burgers and. Uh, they, I mean, Tyler, your burger was like a Mexican guacamole burger. Yeah, every every resort has to have its like specialty burgers. So mine was kind of a uh, Mexican inspired or Southwest inspired, I guess I should say, with with guacamole and mm-hmm. yeah, fried and, jalapenos. And I had a Philly cheesesteak, so that's you know, it, it's not all Mexican themed food. So if you don't like Mexican food, don't worry, there's still options for you. Yeah. Um, and then I think they had the other bay it may have been a, a salad. I don't remember. Yeah, they had ribs and stuff, too. So it was very eclectic, actually. Yeah. It was, like, all over the place. But I don't know. Overall, we really enjoyed our, our food, yeah. right? I mean, we had a good time. Um, the the only thing that, you know, we got some cornbread, which wasn't great. But other than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the cast members themselves were great. Uh, they had There was a little bit of confusion on Tyler's Burger there for a second. But, I mean, it, was, it, it worked out great. I will say, overall, even though our food was good, uh, that I wish the actual seating location, they maybe that kind of needs a refurb. It's yeah. basically just tables and chairs. There are some decorations, but it kind of, I think, needs, you know, maybe once the tower's done and they have all the other construction under control, that can be another project that they get to. And, I mean, I guess they don't want to have this complete resort be like Caribbean beaches right now, um, where it's just you know tents everywhere. Um, so maybe that's why they're holding off. But I think that could, you know, use a spruce up of... Some new decor. Now, we talked about the construction that was going on, and they are building, uh, how many stories is this tower going to be? Fifteen. Fifteen-story tower at the very front of the resort. And if you want to see any of that, if you want to see what they're doing, uh, the preview center uh, is located, uh, interestingly enough, in the far end of the convention space. I felt like we needed a tram 
Steve's like, oh, we got to go check out the preview center. And I'm thinking there's going to be a room and there's going to be mock-ups and other stuff. And um, it wasn't a preview center as it much as much as it was a preview cubbyhole. Um, so it looked like the entrance, like you would normally expect the entrance to the bathrooms to be. But instead of there being bathrooms, there was a, a, a little mock-up of what the resort's going to look like when it's done. Um, and then a television kind of showing what they're doing. So once I got past the shock of the preview cu- uh, cubbyhole, um, I'm kind of watching this video and, and what it is that the, you know, the designs that they're going to have, you know, they're going to put a restaurant an a- open air restaurant on the 15th floor of this will almost certainly give you a view of animal kingdom based on where the re- resort is located. Um, the that's where the lobby I I, I believe is going to move to. Uh, the lobby is going to be in this um, resort or in this tower, based on what I was seeing in that it video. Seems like it, it looked like, like yeah. that's where the lobby I'm, was going to be. I'm really curious what they're going to do with the with the the lobby they're using now because yeah, bowling. It, it could remain. Yeah. <laughs> it could remain. Maybe that those are for the existing rooms, and then that's just for the tower. Well, but I wouldn't he, be surprised. He, if hear me fun. out, though. Hear me out. Um, the quality of the rooms, the amenities in the rooms, the fact that there's a spa, um, the look of this new tower, the style of this new tower. Anybody else think this might be going deluxe? I think it, it might could. be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, besides the location, I mean that that's the only thing I think that a lot of the deluxe resorts have is you know it's either with the boardwalk or the yacht and beach how they can walk to Epcot or being on the monorail loop for you know, the polygram Floridian type of thing. That would be the only difference to me is mm-hmm. that it has the, the location is something that you're going to have to, you know, yeah. be aware of. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see too. We haven't even mentioned the, that they're going to build that restaurant and bar out in the middle of the water. Right. That's the other thing. Uh, I was mentioning that there's this massive lagoon uh, in the middle of the resort and uh, they are building you know, part of the, the, the construction involves them building a bar and restaurant out in the middle of this lagoon. Now, why that's important is, as I was mentioning, it's a long walk around this lagoon to get to where you want to go, whether you want to go to the main pool, which is really cool. It's a very... Yeah, one of the best One pools. of the best... Very well-themed. Uh, ...themed pools at Walt Disney World, but certainly among the moderates. Um, so they're building this restaurant and bar out in the middle of this lagoon, and they're building, it looked like three walkways mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from different sides of the lagoon into it. It's going to make getting across that lagoon a lot quicker, as opposed to having to walk around the lagoon to get to the pool or from the pool to the main building. You're going to be able to walk straight across the lagoon. So I think that's going to be cool. And that just that, that restaurant bar space yeah. looks like it's going to be. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how high end that place will be because if we get more high-end restaurants at that place, then I can definitely see it being deluxe. See, I don't think it's going to go deluxe. I think it's going to kind of do what it was doing before where it was moderate but still had, like, the club level, the concierge uh, rooms available. Yeah, but that that project failed. That failed. Well, it was always really hard to get rooms there when my family would come into town because they, they enjoyed. Yeah. But the problem was the problem was that people who stay club level are used to certain things. 
and it wasn't a full-on true club-level experience. It also wasn't the club-level price, but that's neither here nor there but with... That that's less important to people who are inclined to stay club level. Uh, with my thoughts on it, this is still first and foremost a, a conventioner's hotel. And because of that, the more bars and restaurants you have in the hotel, the more places there are to keep those people from leaving, going to Disney Springs, staying being able to stay right where they are. Because after five o'clock at this resort you there's business casual people walking throughout it like they own the place and they do i mean rick's gets overtaken uh right out rick's, the lobby. Uh, rick's is rick's a lounge, a lounge yeah, in the uh uh in in the main building yeah the the uh, main bar once you walk outside the lobby that just gets swarmed with business casual i that's why i enjoy staying back at the lost city of cibola pole because that's where a lot of the families the lost city of what cibola oh yeah that's that's where a lot of the families hang out, so it's not as it's not as crazy there because it's mostly conventioners at this hotel. So um, it's I think the more restaurants they get to put them in, uh, the better off and the more happy they'll be. But, I would not rule out. I would not rule out the possibility that on some drawing board somewhere in some executive's office. There's a there, there's at least the idea being kicked around of do, can we can we get away with making this a deluxe? It just feels like with the amenities and everything else, plus what they're building, I look at that I, I, as I'm watching that video for the tower they're building. I'm like, that looks like a deluxe resort. That does I'm- not look like a moderate on any level. Now, yeah, they may go to a split sp- uh, pricing structure. Where tower rooms, you know, like they kind of do in the contemporary, mm-hmm. tower rooms are obviously more expensive than what's considered the garden wing. Um, but so they they might go that route. It might be that the tower is going to be deluxe and the rest of it's going to be moderate. They might try, you know, a whole whole thing, you know, with a new business model. Um, obviously, they're going, uh, they're expanding this. The reason that pre- this preview center is in the convention space. And not out where the you know the rest of the guests are is because I think this is being aimed toward that market. Um, I uh, I totally agree, and I think that it's very likely that it could become either partially deluxe or whatever. But I think the only thing that's holding me back is the fact that the gondolas aren't going to be stretched. To, if the gondolas were being stretched to Coronado, I think then hands down this place would be a deluxe. As soon as those yeah, gondolas just come the out. just the location is probably the thing holding it back the most because it's not it's not going to be on you know any of the theme park loops you know so it's either going to be moderate plus or deluxe light exactly um, yeah one or the other but however you look at it um, I'm going to tell you right now for 150 a night that room is a steal yeah that room is a steal I would feel good about that room at 200 a night um, and. I think that, uh, you know, I know some people have, you know, discovered this resort and they love it and that's where they stay. Um, other people, if you're looking at, you know, Riverside, French Quarter, and there's no availability, um, or you don't feel like staying in a construction pit over at Caribbean Beach, um, you're crazy to not consider Coronado. You're crazy to not consider Coronado. Now, I know some people have tried it and not liked it. But in my opinion, I think... 
this is still a hidden gem. This is still a great alternative um, and a different experience, very different experience than the other moderates. Yeah, and I and I have to say one more time that I did stay there a year and a half ago, and I did not enjoy my hotel room at that point. It was like a hole in the wall. I was like, this is kind of very un-Disney, and just seeing the change that has been made has like blown my mind. So it's such a, it's such a beautiful resort to walk around to. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, so that is going to do it for our discussion on Disney's Coronado Springs Re- Resort. Just a reminder, we are also releasing separate vlogs along with these that we recorded while we were at the resort. So be sure to keep an eye open for that as well. That'll do it. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next time.